is Len Hughes, the voice of rock. Hey everybody, this is Pat Torpy from Mr. Big. And you're listening to Music Mania. I want you to want me. The dream police. Your mama's alright. Your daddy's alright. But just seem a little bit weak. Scream for me, Brazil! Scream for me, Brazil! So let's rock and roll all night! Come on every day! In the words of ACDC, we roll tonight to the guitar bite. And for those about to rock, I salute you. You are now listening to the Music Mania Podcast, brought to you by CD Warehouse in Gladstone, the number one hard rock podcast in the Midwest, featuring hard-hitting interviews with rock's living legends. And now, here is your host, Clint Schweitzer. Welcome in once again to the Music Mania Podcast. Yes, you are catching me recovering from a bit of a cold, from flu-like symptoms, from what was diagnosed by a Minute Clinic nurse as Influenza B. I still believe it was a false positive, but here we are. The Music Mania Podcast rolls along here as we um, hit up our last show here in January. Thanks so much for being a part of everything we do, guys. Again, it always means so much. Um, so by that, I mean if you're hitting up our website, musicmaniapodcast.com, and checking out all the show reviews I do, checking out our archives, over 155 shows now in the books for the Music Mania Podcast. I'm doing it even with uh, half of a voice here. And we keep doing it because the great guests just keep piling up. This is going to be a huge year for us. Each year is just continue to grow bigger and bigger. And uh, I think that's going to be the case here as we are going to uh, keep things rolling. This week, I'm going to be talking about my favorite album of 2019 with none other than singer of Crazy Licks. Danny Rexon is going to be joining us from Sweden as the band is getting ready to play a show in Portugal here in just a couple of days, and they're getting ready to go on uh, their first tour of Australia in March. Now, Crazy Licks is a band that's been around since the early 2000s, um, known um, as one of the new wave of Swedish sleaze, along with bands like Hardcore Superstar, Crash Diet, Reckless Love. This is a band that, to me, has continued to evolve, continued to get better, and the last album, Forever Wild, uh, that came out last May, is the band's best effort to date. It is absolutely, if you're a fan of melodic 80s hard rock in the vein of, you know, Firehouse, LA Guns, Europe, bands like that, Forever Wild by Crazy Licks is for you. It is the ultimate summer rock album. We were able to catch up with uh, guitarist Jens Lundgren at the time of the album's release to talk about it. He talked about the importance of just adding layers upon layers of guitars. You've got some tremendous solos, and they really went all in with screeching guitars, what you expect from those classic albums from the 80s. That is what Forever Wild has. And and to me, we talked about their last album, which is called Rough Justice, which is awesome as well, being kind of the ultimate riding around on a weekend night album. This is the ultimate summer album, and you know what? It's January. I'm already getting a little nostalgic for uh, last summer, just a couple of months removed from the weather getting nice and to start thinking about summer concerts and summer trips again. So you know what? It's time to talk with Danny Rex, and he's the singer, the orchestrator behind Crazy Legs. This is his band, 
and there's been numerous lineup changes, but Danny Rexon, the singer, has been there since the beginning. I'm going to talk to him about uh, the band recording a couple songs a few years ago for the Friday the 13th uh, video game, the importance of making it in America, and why the band hasn't done a proper tour of America just yet, and how that's going to ever happen. Uh, but I'll tell you what, this band, they've done some tremendous videos uh, for this album. You've seen the one for Silent Thunder, which gets everyone in that Top Gun mood. The band is all like in an airplane hangar. They're a very visual band. I mean, they really bring you back to that 80s look and feel, and that's what so many people like about them. That's why I've been championing them for years. That's why Forever Wild is my hard rock album of 2019 uh, from the Music Mania podcast website. Um, I was able to present that um, to the band members. This is exciting to be able to bring Danny on for the first time. We've had other members of the band on before, but this is a show dedicated to my favorite album of 2019, uh, Forever Wild. The band is Crazy Licks. Again, guys, I'm hoping that you're using this time to uh, pause the podcast and go check out Crazy Licks if you don't know who they are. If you're a fan of 80s hard rock, you're going to need to check out Crazy Licks all the way back from the early days in the early 2000s and now the last two albums, Rough Justice, and now Forever Wild. I'll tell you, it, it has just been a pleasure watching them grow. They're one of those bands that you feel like is your own. They fit in your back. You put them in your back pocket and they're yours. They belong to you. But I'm willing to share them with the masses. Go check them out. I'll tell you what, before we go to our interview with Danny Rexon, i got to tell you about our sponsor, CD Warehouse in Gladstone, Missouri. Guys, for over 22 years, a staple of the Northland. They buy, sell, and trade CDs, DVDs, vinyl, and more. Do not let the vibe of the old school record store go by the wayside. Give them a visit off Antioch Road in Gladstone today. Tell them Music Mania sent you, and there will be a discount, or it's on us. Well, it is our pleasure to go ahead and welcome to the Music Mania podcast this week, Crazy Licks frontman Danny Rexon. Danny, welcome to the show. A lot of exciting things going on for you guys. Not only is Crazy Licks... Uh, Forever Wild, my favorite album of 2019. But you guys are getting ready to go on a, a tour. Got a lot of shows coming up, including a tour of Australia. Man, a lot of exciting things coming up for you guys for sure. We're, we're covering yet uh, another part of the world where, where we haven't been. And um, I know we have some longtime fans there as well. We did we did Japan uh, now the last fall. And, and there were people waiting for us like, you know, 10 years since, since we released uh, New Religion album. So, uh, uh, and I know the situation is similar in, in Australia with a lot of people, you know, uh, waiting a long time to see us for the first time. So it's it's going to be great. I'm really excited about it. And you're going to be out there with uh, some really great bands for like Reckless Love, some other bands that are, you know, kind of uh, Scandinavian bands that are, uh, you know, really popular. Um, how, how exciting yeah. is that? You're going out with some really great bands and uh, taking on this tour. That's just going to be amazing. And, and especially... Um, given what um, kind of the tragedies that have that have happened there in Australia with uh, with all the fires and stuff, to be able to to go down there here in a couple yeah. of months, that's going to be really great. That's going to you know hopefully spread some cheer to a country that really needs it right now. Yeah, definitely. I mean, we're you know we're watching it from afar, and and I, I can't really you know uh, take it in how, how how long it's actually been been you know these fires have been going on so so hopefully things will settle down until we're we're there we're we're going in march but you know you never know that it's been going on for so long now so uh, but as you say we we just hope we can spread some some joy to uh, to the people there and maybe they can you know get their minds off uh, and and just you know part of some rock and roll basically so well, I'll tell you what, this last um, couple years especially has been so important <clears throat> for the band. Um, Forever Wild came out back in uh, May, 
And so we've had a few months to kind of marinate on it now. As you know, yeah. it was um, our um, hard rock album of 2019. Uh, we had um, uh, Jens Lundgren on to talk about it back when it was first released. Uh, to me, this is the ultimate summer rock album. To me, it's your best work. Now that we've had a few months to kind of let this album get out there and marinate a little bit, just what's this journey been like and how important was this album for you guys? Well, you know, every album is a step forwards, hopefully, and I think we're still, we're still, uh, you know, in that kind of momentum where we're, we try at least to make each album better than the last one. And I, and I think, as you said, from from the reviews reviews that we've got and the and the uh, recognition from the fans, I think that the Forever Wild might be our, our strongest work to date. And you know, as you said, we've noticed that in in the interest uh, around the world. Uh, you know, we did Japan, as I said, and we're going to Australia now as well. And we have a couple of other exciting stuff going on that I, I, I can't really uh, talk about as of now. But uh, it's it's definitely been been moving in, in all kinds of positive directions uh, with this album. So uh, we're just enjoying the ride right now. Well, it to me, this is the ultimate summer party rock album of all time. I mean, it's one of those things that I'll always remember... You know, last summer, cranking that album everywhere I went. I was on the road, doing going to a lot of concerts, uh, doing a lot of cool stuff, you know, heading to the beach, all that stuff. It's like that album just going to live synonymously. And you know what? It was a perfect follow-up to Rough Justice, which um, I think Jens Lundgren described it as. That was a the ultimate um, driving around at night album. And then to yeah. transition that into to Forever Wild, how important have these last two years been for you personally because you've been there since the beginning since 2002 you had to go through ups and downs yeah i mean right member changes you know yeah. you had to go through a lot so i mean we we, we yeah, yeah as you said we lost two two uh, guitarists to uh, two members back in 2015 and we were actually at a a kind of crossroad where we didn't didn't know if we were going to to go on and and um uh you know we gave it one more shot and, and we got rough justice out and it was actually uh, a bit of a coincidence that that started us on that album because we got contacted by by this game developer from Friday the Thirteenth the game and um, and I they commissioned uh, two songs and three songs actually ended up in the game in the final product so uh, and those songs kind of set the tune for for the the whole album so as, as Jen said it's it's more of a nighttime album uh, we used to. Th- you know, think about albums in, in different colors just to, uh, to kind of get the mood. And I, I think the Rough Justice is a very kind of blue album. Whereas you said um, uh, Forever Wild, and I, I agree totally. It's it's our kind of yellow album, the, the summer album. You know, uh, it's more of driving down uh, down the highway during a a, a hot summer day. So, uh, and we wanted to to make that those kind of contrasts between the albums. And so, so I'm really glad that that you that you get that feeling out of it. And and you know, for, for us, uh, it was quite important that we had the album out before the summer. So, as you said, it, it came out before in, in May, and um, so that it could be that kind of you know summer soundtrack that I that I think that a lot of people uh, felt that it was. So, so I'm happy that that that. that it became that for you as, as, as well. It, it absolutely did. And, um, you know, it, it, it seems like, you know, you guys uh, kind of have a cycle every two years at this point. I mean, you said that there's uh, you got some things coming up, obviously, that you can't quite reveal just yet. But w- would 2021 be be a, a new album possibility? I mean, and, and how how would you even want to yeah, follow that, up? That's, that's, yeah, 
that's usually the, the the schedule that we that we try to stick to. So uh, uh, it takes us more or less one year to to make an album from you know first the first time we're sitting down and trying to write stuff and uh, and until the final product uh, is out. So um, so I, I would think that twenty twenty one definitely it's it's too early for twenty twenty, but. Um, when in 2021 I, I i can't really say right now you know it's for us it's only been like six months since the last album was right. released uh, a little a little bit more but so we're looking forward to all those summer festivals and you know the, the shows that are coming up now so uh but definitely i mean if we if we stick to the schedule that we usually try to maintain as you say it's more or less two years in between albums so uh, so, so we'll see what the future holds, but uh, but as of now, we haven't thought of any kind of concept. And and uh, in the, there's always a bunch of songs that are left over from from uh, previous recordings, and sometimes those songs aren't left over, you know, because they are uh, poor songs, but maybe just because they're, they're you know their slot has already been filled up uh, on an album. So maybe maybe there's another power ballad, but you don't want to add like too much of that stuff into one album. So so we still have some stuff that's left over from uh, both Rough Justice and, and Forever Wild sessions. So uh, I think maybe we'll start in that end and, and look at what we got and maybe try to, um, to see what we need to do to, to get the ball rolling. But that's, that's a later question, I think, in six months' time at least. So. Well, you know, um, of course, I'm here in America. America is uh, is very important for you guys, and I think it's probably, you know, it's it's been probably frustrating that it's um, so hard to, you know, maybe you know make any headway here at times. I mean, obviously, the uh, the Friday the Thirteenth game had to help with that, but I mean, um, yeah, it, it would be great, of course, to be able to come here and do a full tour. Obviously, the financials behind that are extremely difficult, but how important is it for you guys? Yeah. To, to get to America because I, I you know I've been singing the praises of this band really since uh, gosh from uh, Riot Avenue days probably before that but yeah how, how hard is it and how frustrating is it that it's been so difficult to, to make headway here I mean um, in a lot of ways I think America and, and Sweden are actually similar when it comes to music because I mean we're a small country obviously uh, but we have a lot of bands from here and, and you guys are a big country and, and and like the source of most most uh, music that that's that you hear around the world you know uh, and and I think the similarities are that uh, the audience in both countries changes quite fast so so uh, things are in for for a little while uh, but they tend to change quite fast because there's so many artists putting out music, you know. So, so it kind of goes changes fast. And what we've noticed is that we, as you said, we got a bit of a boost when we released uh, Rough Justice due to the game. And um, but very very quickly you see that that fades, you know, when when you watch the uh, like YouTube views or or uh, streaming statistics and stuff like that. So uh, I think f to, to make it in the US, you really have to have like a um, you know, a substantial hit of some sort, maybe, you know, in a movie or in a game or in a series or, or something, and then kind of, uh, you know, be in a good spot where you can follow it up immediately. Um, because you're, you're quickly forgotten. And I mean, we're not, we're not a big band by any means in Sweden. We usually tour outside of Sweden because I, I think that the situation is quite similar. You know, if you don't, uh, if, if you don't take the opportunity very quickly when you have like some then that leverage goes away quite fast you know so so for us it's been it's been hard with the us as you said with the the economical aspect of it uh, and legal aspect as well because you have to have work visas and permits and stuff so so we can't just 
you know, go there and play uh, like we would somewhere in Europe, uh, which is way easier for us. So, uh, but we certainly hope so. You know, as you say, it's a big market for us. So. Um, uh, we'll see if we can we can get something done in the future. Well, definitely would love that, Danny. Um, I'll tell you what, um, the, the videos you did from Forever Wild, uh, you've got Silent Thunder, which is tremendous. You guys are such a visual band, and that's what I love about Crazy Election. You also did one for Breakout. Any possibilities for, for maybe releasing another single or another video from this, or is it kind of past that point? I mean, the videos are huge. I think you have 250,000 views on Silent Thunder, which uh, obvious, I mean, to me... Yeah. It's it's obvious it should be in the Top Gun soundtrack coming up for the new Top Gun movie. They should definitely be picking that up, man. But uh, what any any future plans for for videos yeah, for the I album? Mean, that, that... Well, I wouldn't say uh, it's it's uh, it's an impossibility. Uh, I think there's there's room for another video, as you said, and I think it depends a little bit on how how far along the plans for the next album will be because if we feel like it's too far maybe we will release something in between you know like you, like you said a video or maybe a, a just a standalone single or something um so, so sometimes you have to kind of give the fans something to to look forward to so uh, i mean we have some opportunities now during this year we'll be out in in some exotic places like australia for example and you know you have the summer festival so maybe we'll film something um around those and and uh, see what we can do but i i certainly would like to you know i would like to release a video for for every song on the album if if i could but uh of course you you always have have to kind of weigh in the economic factor and, and see if it's worth it but uh so, so i wouldn't say it's an it's an impossibility uh, but you never know you know absolutely and you know how important is this type of um, hard driving, hook driven guitar type music, because it seems like a lot of it comes from Scandinavia. I mean, uh, you think about bands like Reckless Love. Uh, I was always a huge Crash Diet fan. Um, the, in America, yeah. it's harder to, to come by. I mean, the, this music, obviously, uh, you know, what do you call it? Music from the 80s, uh, hard rock from the 80s, obviously, it affected you and um, the band yeah. quite a bit. I mean, just kind of talk about your upbringing and how you were able to kind of formulate this style and kind of what band sort of led you in this direction? Well, I would say, you know, it's, it's mostly American bands. And, and, uh, of course there's the, the LA scene from the eighties with, with bands like Guns N' Roses and Motley Crue and stuff. And, uh, um, but you know, I, I love almost all kinds of music from the eighties. I can listen to eighties pop and eighties electronic music and stuff like that. I, I don't know why, but there's just some kind of nostalgic feeling, to all of that, which, uh, you know, does something special for me. So, um, I think a lot of bands go into the, the, uh, the influences, uh, you know, ultimately, but from my, from my youth, I can remember being, uh, a big fan of a Swedish band like Europe, for example. And, um, I liked, uh, uh, well, Guns N' Roses, as I mentioned earlier, and, uh warrant and you know th those kinds of rat uh you know the, the, the lesser hair bands as well so uh so you know it's it's everything from that era i i love uh, almost everything so yeah yeah and it's like i said that kind of music is 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 missing here and i think i mean it's like 
that kind of music to me, like growing up, it just, it has this certain hold on me. That's why we do what we do. I mean, on this show, we interview the Tom Keepers from Cinderella, Stephen Piercy's from Rat. We've had LA Guns and Def Leppard. So all these bands on this, on this podcast, because that's the type of music that just, it, it, it's a, it's a good time. It brings back memories. You said it's nostalgic. And I think that's what America needs more of. And I think that Crazy Licks is, is that band. And I think that um, hopefully in time, uh, and guy, if ever there was a band that you could say hard work hopefully pays off, it's you guys because it's been, I mean, it's been 18 years for you personally. I mean, does it does it feel like it's yeah. been that long? I mean, what and it, personally, what's this journey been like for you over the last 18 years? I mean, in a way, it doesn't feel like 18 years, uh, and I, I would say I usually count more like 10 years because I think that the release of of New Religion was was a milestone where I think we felt like, okay, now we're doing this for real. You know, we were on a, on a real label for the first time and we did a, a like full scale production. Uh, actually the, the most expensive production that we've done to date. Uh, we kind of went overboard on that, but uh, it was a, it was a quite expensive studio. It was a polar studio, which, which was, uh, you know, built by ABBA back in the day. So, uh, so we went, uh, kind of over over our budget there, but you know the outcome was was very nice, and and we started touring outside of Sweden, and we could feel like you know something was was uh, moving. So I usually start that as more of a starting point, um, but as you said, you know we have we have an album uh, earlier, the the first album which was released on a on a on an independent label, um, and then re-released by Frontiers a couple of years ago. Um, so, so you know, for me, moving into the 2020s now, it feels like okay, this is the second decade of of uh, of Crazy Licks, and and uh, you know, I'm I'm waiting uh, curiously on what's what this decade holds because, as you said, you know, we've moved quite quite a long bit from where we started and um, kind of you know humble beginnings when we when we started out in Sweden, there was a totally different scene. Uh, here and and you know it was a lot about you know melodic death metal and stuff like that so we didn't know if we would have an audience even when we started um and and kind of you know when we discovered these other bands you mentioned some of them like crash diet and and uh, you have hardcore superstar for example yeah uh, and we kind of noticed that you know other bands are doing this stuff as well uh and and we kind of were you know lumped together in 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 that term uh, that that's become known as the the new wave of Swedish sleaze, but we were actually quite you know different from each other, both musically and, and image wise. But I think that we had like a common denominator, which was a, a return to a kind of rock music that that wasn't very prevalent in in you know on the airwaves in in Sweden back then. So um, and, and you know seeing now, I can sometimes see when when bands start mentioning you know influences uh, i see on on the on facebook maybe someone's looking for a singer for a new band uh, and they mention us among the you know in the same sentence as they do with both the crew or the Leppard and that, that we've been an influential band and that that's the sound that they're going for that is a bit strange for me you know because huh. i always felt like i don't belong into that same kind of crowd but in a way we we seem to do that now uh, so it's and that's a really nice feeling well, that's amazing. I love to hear that, and I hope that that is continued. I'm, you know, and it's almost like I don't want to say there's a lot of pressure, but there's a certain amount of, of, um, I guess, a little pressure for bands like Crazy Licks because so many of the bands that we all grew up with that we love so much are 
are retiring or are going away or are passing away. I mean, Neil Pert from from Rush just died. I mean, Motley Crue had been gone for four years. They're they're coming back. Uh, Kiss is on their farewell tour. We, this is sort of like the future for this type of music. No pressure or anything, Danny, but it's uh, bands like you guys, they're going to kind of have to carry the flag, I think, for melodic hard rock on into the future, and that could be very exciting, and I hope that um, you know that it's a band like you guys that are able to do that because it's very important that this style of music st- stay alive, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, the, the fear, the obvious fear is that, that when these bands disappear because it's just a matter of time as you said you know we've been talking about this all through the 2010s basically that we're now in the 2020s and and this will be the decade when almost all of that those bands uh, you know either die off or, or become just too old to to maintain any any status and the fear is that that the whole that they leave behind won't be filled by anything it will be essentially the kind of death of rock and i i uh, i personally don't want to see that happen but uh, as you said someone has to fill those shoes and there, there has to be kind of a, a a community around that that, that wants to uh, you know maintain this this thing there that wants to have like rock festivals and and you know rock bands playing real instruments uh, because that's not very uh it's not very evident when you listen to to like normal mainstream radio where almost everything is electronic now um it's not it's not even a a certainty that that people will be you know listening to instrument music in the future so um uh, it's it's exciting times but as you said there is some some pressure and and i would say a bit of, of fear of how the the 2020s will be when it comes to rock music overall well, it's going to be interesting to see, and I can't wait to see where you guys go from here. Congratulations on what's been a tremendous couple years for the band as things continue to grow. Uh, Danny, I can't thank you enough for joining me um, from uh, like eight hours ahead of us over there in, in Europe, and I, we can't thank you enough for doing this, man, because Crazy Licks has been such an important band. We've uh, been playing Forever Wild on our podcast for ever since it came out, and um, guys, you can go to crazylicks.com to get the information on the tour dates, and you can uh, still order the album Forever Wild on any digital platform, and we can't thank you enough. Danny, continued success, man. The only thing that we hope happens someday is we get you guys to America and do this properly. We'll definitely come out and see you when and if that happens man we really hope it does yeah definitely hope to see you then thank you so much danny appreciate it man continued success my friend well there you have it danny rexon from crazy lex joining us all the way from sweden just uh before heading to portugal for a huge show for the band and they're going to be out on the road doing a bunch more dates heading to australia in march Huge success. Uh, hopefully that this album continues to be a huge success for them and that hopefully it gets them into America. That's what's really important, getting that exposure in America. I know it's very difficult in the financials and the work visas. It's very hard to uh, do a tour of America. We just hope it happens because America needs a band like this. They need to hear these screeching guitars. They need guitar solos. They need that good time, fun rock and roll music. That's what Crazy Lex brings. I've always been a huge fan of Danny Rexon's voice. So If uh, you've enjoyed the interview, if you're someone that uh, was not a Crazy Looks fan before but just kind of heard the interview and are now intrigued, please go check it out. Uh, The the latest album is Forever Wild once again. But guys, this has been a crazy point in my life here because January has been insane. So obviously, as host of the Music Mania podcast is a huge part of my life. I am able to travel the country. I'm able to go to... uh, 
concerts all over the country, do a lot of interviews. It's a huge part of what I do. But I also have my own online sports network, which is uh, just an, another part of my life and a huge part of it as well. Uh, based out of Kansas City here, and I've been covering the Chiefs uh, for eight years, and I've been a Kansas City Chiefs fan since I was a kid. The Chiefs are in the Super Bowl, and it's insane to me. It still doesn't feel real. So that's been a huge, uh, you know, huge thing that's gone on for for me the last, uh, you know, really couple weeks as the Chiefs made the playoffs, and then you know with Patrick Mahomes, uh, just watching this team grow and watching Mahomes put this team on his back, take them to the Super Bowl now to face the 49ers. So had to make mention of that here because I know a lot of you guys are also huge football fans. So always feel free to drop me a line about that and to check out. Um, our website, which is uh, sports-related, is GASNsports.com. Yes, the Great American Sports Network, GASN Sports. That is what we do. Podcasts, interviews, so much more over at GASN Sports. I'm all about uh, being involved in the media. So basically, I wanted to do things and cover things that I love. Rock and roll, sports, football, that is what I do. I've made three uh, football-related documentaries and that's kind of the world I live in. I'm lucky to do it, and it wouldn't be able to be it wouldn't be possible without you guys uh, listening and giving us your feedback. So please um, give us uh, you know a five star rating. Subscribe to the podcast. We're on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, uh, Apple Podcasts, um, Google Play, all that stuff. So please, any way that you choose to take in your podcast, subscribe to it. Leave us a star rating. It helps helps us uh, you know continue to grow and to get more guests. And we have a lot more coming up. I've got some interviews in the bag. They're going to blow your mind. And um, I got one hint for you. Uh, let's just say that um, an unheralded band for me from the early 90s has always been Candlebox. And yeah, it's going to happen. Kevin Martin from Candlebox, the singer, is going to be joining us uh, on an upcoming podcast. I'm not sure what order I'm going to release him in yet. I've got some stuff uh, in the mix here. So going to be very uh, exciting. So thank you so much for being a part of everything we do. Again, the website, musicmaniapodcast.com. Always appreciate it. Go Chiefs, definitely. And um, hope everybody is having a great start to 2020. You know what? The concerts are already starting to pile up. You've already had to shell out a life savings for Motley Crue. Now for Bon Jovi and uh, for Brian Adams. That tour is coming up. We've got, what, Bare Naked Ladies and Gin Blossoms already coming up. There's so many concerts that are starting to pop up. I don't know that as of yet if this is going to be the greatest year for concerts of all time. I don't know that. We don't have everything released yet. I know the Scorpions are doing a Vegas Vegas residency. I'm going to definitely head down there for that. I'm going to be heading to Vegas in a couple weeks, actually, to check out the Aerosmith Vegas residency at Park MGM. Excited for that. Rocklahoma, been covering it since the beginning. May take a pass this year, just being honest. Not the lineup I was looking for, um, and, and really... It's about the event. It's about going down there, and I've cultivated some great relationships down at uh, the Catch the Fever Festival grounds there, but I just don't know if this year it's going to work, man. I tell you, it's tough. When you don't have a lot of connections to a lot of the bands that are there, it makes it really hard. We'll see what happens. Regardless, hope you guys are finding you know the tours and the concerts that are going to you know help provide the soundtrack to your lives. This summer, because that's what it's all about, getting out there, enjoying some live music, enjoying your friends. The summer, you know what, it may be uh, late January right now, but um, in no time, it's going to be time to start thinking about it. So guys, thank you so much for joining us. We'll be back next week with Kevin Martin from Candlebox, right here on the Music Mania Podcast.